Hello and welcome to Hot Trash Unlimited, the show where me, I'm alone. There is no jail. Just kidding, baby, I'm here. <gasps> it's a Christmas, it's a Trashmas miracle. It's oh Steven my God. and Alex. your dad. Oh, oh. Hey, whoa. it's your two best friends, Caleb. And your dad. What's going on? <laughs> Hi, okay. Caleb, I'm Steven. And I'm your dad. Dad, get out. I'm Steven with phonics. You're what? <laughs> That's what you called me, right? Steven oh, yes. with phonics. <laughs> yeah, I said Alex hooked on phonics. But anyway, hi, hi, Caleb. Hi, hi. Steven. It's hi. me, your dad. Dad, leave. Seriously. Okay, son. If you need me, I'll be out here spreading I know, Christmas I know, cheer. I know, Dad. Bob, you sound 30 years older. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, that's because I found a magic kyber crystal and it propelled me through time. And so, I met your grandpa and didn't say nothing. And that is the transition into the Lego Star Wars holiday special. You're well, welcome. First off, let me tell you both. Thank you for coming here today. We're, hey. we're minus a Joe. He'll pop in in a later part of the episode, but we're minus a Joe. But you know what we have two of? Two good friends for a good life day celebration we watched lego star wars holiday special twas the night before life day in a galaxy far far away looking good tree food decorations coming together heroes were to celebrate the day please be a cape please be a cape it's a wrap for ray adventure called and she thought it would be fast wow but there she found a key to the galaxy's past. Sorry, sorry. Oh, oh Master Luke, what are you doing? Alex, what the hell did we watch? Well, to reiterate, we watched uh, the Lego Star Wars holiday special. And to answer your question in a different way, I don't know what the hell we watched. <laughs> Is that because it's not because it's trippy? Is that just because it was kind of boring enough that we talked through the whole thing? Yeah, we, we literally, literally were just, just talking just about how much we liked the Mandalorian the whole time. <laughs> It was that and how much we hated the sequel trilogy. No, how much you, you hated hate the, the sequel, sequel trilogy. trilogy. You are alone in this room. <laughs> you, Mr. I'm not going to watch episode nine for, for nine, nine years. years. Yeah, that's just true. I will come back to it when I have my robes and proper gut weight. He likes the trilogy, just not the udgy part of it. He I like the tree and the ill. That's quite trill of you. Yeah, it is. Pretty trill. Hi, this is my <laughs> new Star, Star Wars character, Trill Bun. <laughs> bun Trill. Bun Trill. Basil trill Oregano, played bun. by Jimmy Schmitz. <laughs> the plot of this is that it's Life Day. The best yes. part about the Star Wars franchise. The best franchise. holiday ever. Not even just True. in Star Wars. Just yes, it absolutely is ever. So cool that broke out of the fictitious world i every day on life day i put on my red snuggie and i get my snow globe and i go into the hall of all the wookies and i sing along with carrie fisher <laughs> i think wonderful. we should i think we should get this out of the way first what are y'all's feelings on the lego star or on the normal holiday special i love it i i love it just because so it's for me it's it's a time capsule but what i like about the holiday special is this is that it actually has like a lot of good things about it, like the first appearance of Boba Fett, you know, animated mm. in a really weird, trippy version where it's like Harrison Ford has a, a horse face. Most competent version up until The Mandalorian. A hundred percent. You are correct. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> but I, I like I like that a lot. Um, but on top of that, it's like you have to think this was the thing after the first Star Wars movie. There was not an empire. There was no. not a return. It wasn't even a franchise. It was this thing that was just this one good movie. And then it was like, we have no idea where to go from here. What would what, what would Chewie and his family be named? Well, he's Chewie, so why wouldn't that one be named Lumpy? 
Oh. Hey, and you know what? The entire time, get this. They're going to speak Wookiee. <laughs> Subtitles, who's she? <laughs> And then the subtitles the is a secret mermaid of seduction. <laughs> so you both like it with caveats. Yes. Oh yeah. Like I mean, it's is it good? No. Is it fun? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I try to watch it every single year. I love the movie. I honestly think all the irony has been sucked out, and it's now just a thing that brings me comfort. I love watching that movie. <laughs> honestly, I, I think there's a lot of movies from childhood that do that that are that kind of bad. Cat in the Hat, Grinch. Master of Disguise, starring Dana Carvey, All Suicide are, Squad. See, you say and that. <laughs> <laughs> you say that. All those are from childhood, except for, except for Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. But I didn't watch I don't this know when I was a child. Were, but I was a wee lad of 20. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but I have aged 10 years in the past three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I do feel like I aged watching Suicide Squad. <laughs> At least two hours worth of aging. And then anyway, this is our this is our review of uh, the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Notice how we've been avoiding talking about it. Because we avoided watching it. <laughs> well, it's, okay. It's it's Legos. Yes. And it's Lego Ray, and she's like, I need to do something special. And so she goes to the cave of MacGuffin and she finds a time travel and then crystal. It's, <laughs> and then it says, Bring me 120 precursor orbs. <laughs> And then the the sand thing from Aladdin shows up with a carpet. And then (laughs) the carpet with a carpet. I was like, the sand tiger? Why would that that be there? (laughs) And then and then the uh, writers of the special opened up a CinemaSins list, and they're like, "What are things that people are kind of joking bad about about the Star Wars?" You ever heard of Red Letter Media? (laughs) And then they just go through the different movies and they they poke fun at themselves. Y'all laughed. We all laughed once. At a Trade Federation joke. <laughs> and then we didn't laugh again. I'm trying to remember. To Wait, what like was that? it? And it's that joke for every single movie. Yeah, pretty much. Um, we also got excited when Max Rebo showed up. This Hell is true. yeah. Well, of course. Because every Star Wars character needs to be in this, even if they don't speak. Which is fair for Max Rebo. He doesn't talk. But then Max Rebo comes in. I'm pretty sure I clapped. Yeah, you did. I'm pretty sure I clapped. <laughs> when I, saw him. I was like, yeah! And then we talked about it. I like, dude, I had a Max Repo action figure. And we all were like, oh my God, really? And then we proceeded to get piece. lost in the Max Repo conversation. Well, and that's the thing. That did take up a solid like five it to ten minutes. Really did. <laughs> this did f- this did fil- uh, felicitate... F- Felicity Jones. Facility Tate. Facility Tate. Facility Tate. I rebel. (laughs) I let go. (laughs) No, no Rogue One characters in this. Interesting enough. Why was it? Why wasn't Jyn Orso? Is it because they all died? Yes, that's bad. It's because it's about the Skywalker saga. Where was the Bugalit? Where were the Bathans? (gasps) Many Bathans died. (laughs) Well, that's where they were, Stephen. They died. (laughs) Lego Saw Guerrero, where he's just falling apart, would be the funniest thing. But (laughs) no, it facilitated good conversations around Star Wars between three friends who like Star Wars. Too bad, you know, it didn't keep our attention. <laughs> it was so, it was honestly like they had watched all of the Star Wars robot chicken things and had been like, what if we make the robot chicken things for kids that are stupid 
and we just go ahead and we just make it like end game to where they're all colliding for some reason. And I don't know why. I mean, that's, it's, it's a type of humor that I think you find funnier when you're younger, when it's like meta humor mm-hmm. and it's kind of what Lego derives a lot of its, its stuff parody. off of. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, isn't that something funny? It's, it's, it's Han Solo and he's decorating his backyard, but they're crystal skulls. That was uh. a thing. That was a that was a little short thing they had on. Like, uh, I watched it a lot. Anyway, my, um, <laughs> my face shrank in disappointment. When I was a kid, right, this stuff was funny. But I'm an adult now, and for some reason, I keep watching things made for children and getting disappointed that they aren't worse or better. Welcome back to Hot Trash Unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but to go off that point, like we played Lego Star Wars all the time when we were kids, and those games oh, yeah. are the exact same thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it too. It was the fact that like when it comes to Legos, like we all had memories with Legos, and therefore mm-hmm. you, when you saw Star Wars and Legos, is the same thing. I'm happy. I want those together, yeah, and then it's, it's like it's two worlds coming together. And exactly. You're like, oh, exactly. That's good. Kelly Marie Tran is in this. She's one of the only returning actors, and she gets more lines of dialogue than she does she in Rise. Rise of oh, Skywalker. Oh my I mean, god! I was kind of keeping a mental tally well, in my well, head. The thing you is, know. you you said you said and like that was sorry, I counted Rise of Skywalker, and that was what 85? 85. 85, 85 words, words not, not lines, lines. Words. She definitely had more in this. And in this one, she knows how to sing in Hatties. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Does any of the humor work for you? Do you think it... Three questions. That's the first one. Second question. Do you think you will like this as a kid? And then third no. question. Did any of this like frustrate you and offend you? Uh, Alex, you go first because I'm going to have words. Sorry, I'll I'll answer them individually. Did, what was the first one? Did I... Did any of the humor work for you? I mean, in the sense that it like, made me laugh really hard, no. Or even like laugh... A little no, but like it's, I still found like at least decent enjoyment out of it. It's weird, like it works without making me laugh, but I think that's just because it kind of in some ways refers back to that uh, nostalgia I might have had for the games as a kid. And so I think in that sense, it kind of does, but I mean, just as a person myself, no, I didn't really find much of it that funny. I mean, you also got to think about it like, you know, there are a lot of comedy movies that don't necessarily make me laugh out loud, but I still love. Yeah. I think a lot of Edgar yeah. Wright movies are a good example. Like, I don't laugh out loud at Shaun of the Dead. I just, I think it's a really well-written movie. Yeah, and but... It's clever, like, but it's also, like, funny in that tongue-in-cheek kind of way, not like a, oh, I gotta laugh out loud because Melissa McCarthy made the fart joke. I'm not expecting <laughs> us... I'm not... Yeah, like, I'm not expecting us to uphold this to things that are like actually comedy. good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's just like, I, I, I'm more curious. Like, was there any point where you're like, okay, I can kind of see where they're going and appreciate it on that level. No, not, um, not too much. I, I think that it was just very, you know, I mean, you even said it like, we we went on like a Reddit page and was like, what are, what are all the kids saying about Star Wars? Oh, we need to make a joke about Jar Jar Binks. He was stupid, right? In a way, that does kind of offend me a little bit because I'm like, you act like your known trilogy is so good to facilitate a Lego holiday special with time travel. Uh, the second question was... Yeah, the second question was, would I have enjoyed this as a kid, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I would have, 100%, because it's definitely made for child audiences, and like kind of what we were referring to earlier, it's a meld of two worlds that I absolutely loved. I love Star Wars, yeah. I love Legos, of course. It's like when you watch and the And my dumb little kid movie. brain would be like, oh, <laughs> the thing I know and the thing I know are the thing I know. 
Uh, as for me and liking it as a kid, that kind of depends. Okay, so here's my question. I, I will ask this. In this timeline where Child Steven has seen it, did the other Lego Star Wars things that have already come out already come out? Like, yeah. like I have all of the Lego Star Wars games. I have all of the Lego movies. Let's say you're a kid. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm asking because if if that's the case, if I was a kid and I watched this, I'd be like, well, no, it's not good because I bet the other Lego movies are better. Yeah, I don't think the um Phil Lord and Chris Miller ones. We can count those in. I'd well, no, I just mean like Lego Star Wars things. There's little things that they have that are pretty decent. And like, remember Revenge of the Brick, anyone? Where they had weird clay faces? See, I just think this is on par with all that. Stuff. I don't think it is because I, for me, I had the, the shock and awe of seeing a Lego Star Wars thing for the first time. And I think that's what made it cool. If you watch Revenge of the Brick now, do you think you would still have, like no. outside of nostalgia, do you think you would still have that positive experience? With no, it? no, no, not at all. Yeah, you see, so I think it's just kind of like that thing where it would probably yeah. just play into like... It would, oh, it plays kid, into I'm the a... bland, let's make a movie tie-in thing for children. And for some reason, they decided to still do it, despite Rise of Skywalker being nobody's favorite. Okay, but, and that's the other thing I think is the elephant in the room here. See, so you see this as like an extension of the of the sequel trilogy. I don't think, like, why? It, it's not made by the same creative team. This is obviously just made by some... People over at Lego who like they needed the B team. Oh, I'm to not treating this like the addendum. Yeah, yeah, but like, I think <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. I think in like I don't like Rise of Skywalker either. Alex, you have some things you like about, but you're not crazy about it. No, I yeah, but <laughs> there I are think moments. like I think I see this in like with the inclusion of Ray and all the random characters from Rise of Skywalker. I don't remember. I see that and I'm like, okay, cool. It's all on par. They're all it's all Star Wars. You see that affects my enjoyment of it. I know I'm really playing hard into this whole Lego Star Wars holiday special thing, and I really do apologize for that in some way. Oh, you're fine. But I'm just going to chip down and figure <laughs> out why. <laughs> I'm just going to have audio channels one and two going. And <laughs> but, but with occasional murmurs from the back. Um, but no, the thing is, like, okay, so the reason I think why seeing like the other Lego Star Wars things work and even the video games is because I love the characters from the movies. Mm -hmm. So like, it's cool for me to see Luke Skywalker do Luke Skywalker things because I'm like, oh my God, it's Luke Skywalker. Like, that's really cool for me. But then I don't know anything about Ray. I don't know anything about Pen. Pen. I, I mix the two <laughs> pointless characters together. Um, that's their ship name, actually. Wait, so real quick. <laughs> I mean, when Lego, the Lego game uh, Skywalker Saga comes out, you're only going to enjoy like two thirds of it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Because I like, well, because I like two thirds of the original Star Wars. See, I'm, <laughs> I, I don't want to come off like I'm giving you crap because you like had a passionate feelings about this more so than I did. Um, <laughs> I just think. I'm just saying the reason I didn't enjoy it is because I don't already, I don't already like the character. Yes. I think, but I think this gets to something that's interesting and I think could further our conversation and make this a much more depressing episode because this is our Christmas episode. It should be depressing, I guess. Um, Y'all... It's let the blossoms bloom again. Y'all have more oh, passion... in the window? A copyright strike? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the, Keep um, <laughs> I, but what I think I, I, I saw in both of you while watching this was a passion for Star Wars that has been killed for me. And you know what killed really? it? Really? 
It wasn't Last Jedi. Last Jedi is my second favorite Star Wars movie. Empire being your first. Yes. Okay. It was the discourse around Last Jedi and just how toxic and petulant and nasty the thing got. And then Rise of Skywalker didn't help. But then, like, you guys talk about how cool Mandalorian Season 2 is. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. I'm pretty sure that scene you showed me was pretty cool. But I don't care anymore. Patty Jenkins, I was always saying, she's the one who can get me to go into a Star Wars movie. Taika Waititi, he's the other one. James Mangold, he's the third one. All of them are doing stuff. I don't care. I think think my love for Star Wars is dying. As uh, as your best friend in our friendships, sorry, my hands just started based on Star Wars. That breaks my heart. I know it breaks my heart too. (laughs) That's so sad. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like part of me has just been like, well, I can't, I can't participate in this anymore. You know, it's really weird. Close myself off to everything. You're going to cut yourself off from uh, the, from the force. From the force. Yeah. yeah. Go live on an island and become a hermit. (laughs) I'm Luke. All this time I wanted to be Yoda, but turns out I'm Luke. (laughs) Sorry. I made Yoda into Marge Simpson. I went, "Mm." homie, homie, (laughs) homie, do I do not, homie? I can't do it much. Oh, God. Pretty Yoda. Pain service, they were not. I can't lift up the X-Wing Yoda. (laughs) Make a Simpsons Star Wars parody. Family Guy already did it. Come on. Anyway, um, so my thing is with Star Wars. So why did you originally like it? Because I was a kid. No, no, no. Like, what What was it about Star Wars that was it? Because for me, I think that the reason I liked it as a kid, and looking back on it, it's because it's kind of my own mythology. Like, you look at, like, the pop culture of the, um, the 30s and the 40s. What they made movies out of was the Greek gods. Now that's superheroes, yeah, now that's sci-fi. But that's fine. Wait, what? <laughs> I, I was going to say it's actually westerns, but that's fine. And, and westerns, but I'm saying that... I'm saying that those were the topics and Bible stories and whatever else. And so for me, it's like, this was kind of like my nights. I this was that. kind of like my old sage wizard movie too, yeah. you know, but, but it's space. So it's different. I get that. And there are archetypes in this story and I've studied mythology in school and I love hero of a thousand faces. Yeah. Yeah. Joseph Campbell is someone who I always find interesting, even when, I don't agree with him. So there's definitely carryover into that stuff I enjoy. I like Yoda. I think Yoda taught me a lot of valuable lessons as a kid. But I liked Star Wars as a kid because I was a kid. And like, it's just as a kid, you're open to go on adventures with stories in a way that you're not as an adult. And so I was as analytical as a kid. I liked it because it was cool. And there were space swords and there was a green Muppet talking at me. And it like, was like I, Labyrinth, but with stabbies. And the way I say that makes it seem like I shouldn't like it now, but I still love Empire. I still love Last Jedi. There's still things about Star Wars that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's just anything that's coming out further, I just, I have trouble connecting to, even if it's good. Okay, this is going to sound like extremely basic <laughs> no, compared to what y'all were saying. But uh, it's funny you say that kind of thing because that got me to start thinking about like why I loved it as a kid. And it's a lot of the same reason was it was cool. I liked the mysticism. I liked that it was stuff that I didn't really see in other things. And I think that kind of (laughs) kind of plays into why I'm such a Star Wars shill and I like just about everything that comes out is because like I think I have like just on this basic level an ability to enjoy things even if I don't necessarily like find it analytically interesting. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. I think it's because like my the little kid that's still in my head is like, oh, you know, that's new. That's exciting. I it's think that's weird. I'm I'm completely with you because honest to God, I'm the same way about Spider-Man movies. Really, Sp- Spider-Man was 
was such a thing for me as a kid that it's like those first three Tobey movies, I don't care what anybody says. The first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie will hold a special place in my heart for the rest of my life. It's probably my favorite movie. You're um, among good company. Thank you. And Joe will be very oh, happy yeah, we, hearing that. We've talked about it. <laughs> I think, yeah, like, and I have those too. Like any of the DC animated stuff, even the really oh, bad movies, I can, except for Apocalypse War, I can enjoy. Uh, James Bond, <laughs> there's only one James Bond movie I don't like, and that's just because it's kind of boring. It's not that Quantum like, Souls? Sol- Sol- no, no, it's whichever one Christopher Walken's in. What? Yeah. <laughs> Does he play James <laughs> Bond? Know the title. No. That's <laughs> the villain. <laughs> Okay, so there are definitely worse James Bond movies. <laughs> I enjoy more. On Your Majesty's Secret Service. Ugh. That's one of the good ones. Oh, right. So for me, I think the reason, rounding back to what we were talking about before, when you were talking about what you liked as a kid, mm-hmm. and um, I, and I was talking about Spider Man. It's like I am the kind of Star Wars fan and the kind of Spider Man fan though that I love these franchises enough to hate them. And by that I mean I this: that. Amazing Spider Man Two. I loved it when I came out of the theater. I'm not going to lie. That was six years ago, and I want to slap myself in the face because I was 19. I don't understand that. Dude, it's... Well, here's it's the thing. The most, We're talking to two people that actually like that it's movie. It's the most entertaining live-action Spider-Man movie since fun, 3. But it's it's <laughs> it's honest to God worse than 3, and no one can convince me otherwise. I like 3, so... Yeah, I, like three <laughs> I like 3 as well. Yeah, I, I think for me as a kid, it was just like... You know, I love Star Wars. So that when Star Wars came back in 2015, we had a dry spell of Star Wars for nine years. And then Force mm. Awakens come out. Honest to God, all it had to be was just fine. And it would have won me over because in my mind, I was like, Star Wars is back. And then Last Jedi happened and I came out of it going, what does this mean? This is not the direction that I think Star Wars should go. And I totally, I look back on it now much fonder because of what Rise of Skywalker is. But it's just... I don't like it when people mistreat my babies. Well, it's bad. And that passion's good. And like when I say the discourse like ruined me, it wasn't that people didn't like the movie. I've definitely had good conversations with people who disagree with me on it. It's just the toxicity of the fan base. Oh, yeah. Like bullying Kelly Marie Tran off of Twitter. Um, Just the pretentiousness of people like treating every other Star Wars movie like it's flawless. It's kind of like, okay, so this is more of a music kind of allegory, but it's like, essentially, it's it, to me at least, it's kind of like when a band that you like that's really small gets big, and then part of you is like happy for them, but then you're also like, ah, that's not, you guys changed. Like, <laughs> oh God, no, now everyone knows and they're gonna suck. But yeah, I think that's kind of the the mentality is like, oh God, this niche thing that I, I used to love and I read all the Dark Horse comics pushes up glasses, like it's like you, you feel like something got ripped away from you and therefore this pretentiousness I think no, rises I, up. I think it's, I think it's growing up as star Wars. Like my f- star Wars fandom was concentrated to me and like Alex and our friends. Right. Yeah. And I reenacted like, scenes all the time. So yeah, playing, playing outside with a lightsaber is like oh. when, oh, if you ask me great. to describe the concept of play, that would be the image that popped up in my head. Oh my Man, God, I yeah. wish I had my, my green lightsaber. I had my Darth Maul one and I tried to break it in half and because I thought it would come apart, but it no. didn't and it broke and I put duct tape on it and I gave it to my neighbor. Mine I was, hate him. Mine was Qui-Gon Jinn's Look handle. Look at you, Garrett. Mine was green. It was Qui-Gon Jinn's handle, but Yoda was on the packaging. Really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's weird. I know. But so that was Star Wars and then Star Wars got sold and it started going out. And like, I, I do not get hyped for a movie up until the day it comes out. 
but mm-hmm. each day a Star Wars movie came out, I got hyped. Mm-hmm. And like it was fun. Joe and Alex would come up to my college town and we'd watch it opening night. And then I just think being exposed to every other Star Wars fan on the internet kind of ruined it. Just the yeah. discourse of like friends like talking about it and having disagreements like how we have disagreements over Last Jedi. But like being able to like couch that all in friendship and in mutual passion and then just seeing it thrown to the wolves. I think that's what bugged me. See, yeah, and, I get it. And I, and the thing is with me, the thing I hate is what makes those wolves out of people. What makes the wolves out of people is this. I remember talking to a friend of mine that I, I actually saw like I, I met him at a grocery store and all that. And like when I worked there and like we we talked, we became really good friends. We went out to see the new Star Wars movies when they came out and it was a lot of fun. I loved doing that. It was a big event. So I, I understand what that means. But what I hate is when people like something because they know something that you don't. When I talk to this same guy a few a few years later about Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, his response was, oh, have you read Splinter of the Mind's Eye? No, but I shouldn't have to do homework to like a movie. If that was the case, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice would be my favorite movie of all time because I know everything it's referencing. You've done it's all just the homework. doing it poorly (laughs) yeah yeah and like you know if that's how people enjoy things fine like i i enjoyed new mutants probably a little bit more than i should because like i saw everything and i was like oh that's an interesting way to do rain's character oh it's lockheed but like (laughs) spoilers (laughs) no lockheed's in lockheed's in the beginning (laughs) i haven't seen it (laughs) it's just how lockheed is changes i I, yeah i would argue i'm the same way about a lot of things too ready player one was like that i was like things i know like but i think i think that gets down to a kind of point where it's like i tricked myself into not caring about star wars because like it protects me um and i think the best piece and also bad thoughts part of it part of it also is that like the best piece of writing i've ever done on anything in my opinion is a review of the last jedi and in that i talk about how like star wars is for everyone and so i feel very bad when i criticize star wars because i feel like i'm encroaching on that because Mm -hmm. i know whatever it is there will be people who like it but I feel like when I talk to y'all about it, like I can kind of tap back into that. Oh yeah, Star Wars, there is some community here. There is like just some friendship, just three guys watching something made for children, having a good time talking about their Max Rebo action figures. <laughs> With movable keys, by the way, on the keyboard. It was really cool. Whoa. So, I, I wonder if I still have them somewhere. I kind of want to go on eBay. <laughs> so That's fun. I, I feel like we've just had Star Wars therapy for the last almost two hours. Yeah. Um, this is what happens when Joe's Is there recording here. two hours? No, 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 no. Oh, sweet. Jesus. No, including watch time. But I feel like I should bring this back to format a little. And of course we will have Joe will have to choose what he's sending to the hot trash side layer. So we'll, we'll insert that in after this. Yeah. But I do have to ask. I'll probably or, take all the star Wars therapy stuff for my or, own things or else, uh, or else the demons that haunt me will come down and punish me. I have to ask was or was this not hot trash? Oh. oh man, we're bringing it all the way back. Um, it's not hot trash. No, it it's, isn't. Yeah, no. it's not hot trash because it's, it's like it knows what self-aware is. Yeah, that's what I was but, about to ask. But it doesn't. It. It, it doesn't quite follow through with the self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh. it's. I think it's just. It's not hot trash because it's fine. It's like whatever. I, as a kid, <laughs> I would have liked it a lot more. Now, yeah, yeah. you know, in my jaded state, because <laughs> <laughs> like you know, kind of like I, I, I guess to to kind of where if we're just gonna talk about the movie in general, the the thing is with me is just like it's. You're right. It's so 
bland. And for a movie where timelines in Star Wars cross and it's Lego, I should care more. When you have Palpatine going, yeah, like a Disney villain, and having him still be like, I'm Palpatine, would you ever throw me down a shaft? It's like, it's not funny to me just because it's like, ha ha, obvious joke is obvious. Fantastic. You want to expand on your thoughts, Alex? You know, I feel like I had something and then I'd got lost with the zippity bap ba ba And so I'm just trying to... It's, it's one Palpatine of those things turning where it's into like, an old blues singer. I'm not offended by it because, like, it's it's a little... It's a joke. <laughs> like, she the whole Palpatine's thing is just black try, bottom. trying to be funny. <laughs> My Palpatine's black bottom. <laughs> I'm the best trumpet player you ever seen. Do it. <laughs> Blew it. That's what the trumpet did. No, I think that's a good point. Like, it's hard to get offended at something, so... It's just a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're, they're just trying to have fun. I don't know. Well, I, I want to thank you all both for joining me for therapy today. Um, <laughs> cool, that'll be $200. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I haven't paid my insurance for 2021 yet. I can't cover it. <laughs> I'm back. This is cursed. This is the third time we've done it. <laughs> Much like this year, this this episode has been a bust. But here we are, delivering. Welcome back, Joe. Thank I, you. I'm I'm sorry that you could not be part of Star Wars therapy. Um, it's fine. I. Probably wouldn't have enjoyed it as much as you guys did. So well, we didn't enjoy it that much either. Exactly. So. Um, so it's time. It's time to wrap up the year. You know what we gotta do. But before you bring out your old Leviticus persona from last year's Trash Miss, we need to decide what is the uh, worst movie we've watched. Just absolute garbage. And then what is the uh, what is the best hot trash movie we've seen? Mm-hmm. So here is every episode we've done this year. Starting back on episode 12, starting the year off strong with Spies in Disguise, then dipping very deep into Underwater, then Perilous Journey with Doolittle. That was our first uh, hot trash movie. What a movie. Harley Quinn, The Turning, the Sonic movie, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Then uh, theaters shut down, so we watched The Hunt, but luckily we had I Still Believe still backlogged, so that was our last movie in theaters. Then Satanic Panic, then Scoob! I also think Satanic Panic gave us a little bit of false hope that these uh, Corona episodes would work out better than they did. Uh, How wrong we were. And then Scoob and Capone, which followed it quickly, deluded ourselves. Uh, You Should Have Left, The Kissing Booth 2, Sex Sent Me to the R, uh, and League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, neither of which count because they weren't movies that came out in 2020. But or, still, or movies. Two, two pretty good episodes. Sex Sent Me to the R does really well on YouTube for some reason. <laughs> not not in the podcast form, just, just on YouTube. Just on YouTube, it's, which is still audio only. We returned to theaters for Unhinged, then The New Mutants, then we were back in our apartment for Evil Eye for Halloween. Uh, we did have Infidel, which we backlogged, so that was our last movie in theaters. Then... Last week, Fat Man, and then obviously uh, the Star Wars Lego Holiday Special. Uh, so, Joe, what of those do you think is just the worst? I think we have the same one. On the count of three? Yes. One, two, two three. three. Infidel. By a landslide. Oh, yeah. Advertised to us from the moment we went back into theaters to the moment we left. I don't know if you remember, there was an ad for Infidel in front of Infidel. Oh, I do not remember that. That's hilarious. Well, it's because no one went to see it. Yes. Yeah, like I said in that episode, I don't really consider it a movie. It's so bad. And it's made me rethink all the other bad movies that we've watched on this and reevaluate them. 
the turning Capone, eh, not that bad. In comparison, oh man, that was an experience. <laughs> so best movie of 20, best, best hot, hot trash, trash movie, movie of 2020. Yeah. Three, two, one, satanic, satanic panic. panic. There were a couple, I I feel like we were more split this year than last year on what's hot trash or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but satanic panic was just a great time. And in all of its B movie gloriousness, which I think is what pushed it into that dumpster bin of hot trash. And it's the only movie that we've seen for this podcast that we've rewatched. We watched it for Halloween. It was and it was really fun a second time. A little bloated at points, but you know, still solid. Yeah, yeah. Now it is time to make the choice. Well, hello, Caleb. I'm old Leviticus. It old is I. Leviticus is the cat. Who will choose what goes to the hot trash side layer? Uh, By the powers granted to me as the old Leviticus, I have my hot trash text here. I was about to say, this is the third time we've done this. You better have it ready. <laughs> Up in the chandelier you go, hot air balloon. Hot air balloon chandelier. Oh, uh, McCavity's trying to hold on, but he's falling off. You are. Satanic panic. Of course. Could there be any other one? Not in, in this list, no. There's no way. So, Satanic Panic, you are no longer good. You are no longer bad. You are no longer hot trash. You are peak cinema. You are a movie that everyone will watch and enjoy. You are the new Citizen Kane, along with villains from last year. We just, we're the best at choosing new cinematic masterpieces, Joe. That didn't come out in cinemas a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, in this case, they certainly didn't. But what's that? Under the hot air chandelier, there's a semi. It's coming over all of the theaters, just running them over. It's unhinged with a secondary position. Oh, no. The movie that opened the cinemas back up, but didn't keep them open for long. Yeah, it didn't didn't quite have the same power. Um, I'm glad that we got to briefly go back to theaters. I wasn't happy that unhinged was what brought us back. (laughs) But it was fine. For us, it was the almost the perfect movie that could have brought us back, though. I have started using hinged and unhinged a lot more in my vocabulary. It's well, it's been quite a year, y'all. And we have been able to chart uh, the, the despair of 2020 through our podcast. COVID ain't got nothing in hot trash and limited. We persevere, baby. <laughs> and just like we have, so will you. From our family to yours here at the Hot Trash Unlimited Podcast, we'd like to wel- wish you a very... <laughs> I know, I know. I, w- <laughs> I say welcome. I say welcome, but I mean wish, and they know what I mean. <laughs> Merry Trashmas, Merry everyone. Merry Trashmas. Joseph Bully. Of our dear Savior's 